This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I remember that first semester that I was at university so, so many years ago, and it felt incredibly overwhelming. So many new people, new routines, just new everything. Now, anyone who has done that they knows it's very difficult to establish a sense of belonging. It's kind of like when you first go to high school too, right? There's a lot of anxiety involved. So it's interesting reading about how some students today are making this adjustment. They're actually doing it by reading, but it's what they are reading that we are going to talk about this morning. It's called Dark Literature, and joining us to talk about it is Karen Gentry, Professor and Vice Chancellor of Design and Social Sciences at Northumbria University. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yes, thank you for having me. um, What is Dark Literature? So dark academia um, is started as a social media aesthetic in about 2015, where it really romanticizes in a gothic way university life. So kind of gothic architecture, misty skies, wet cobblestone, leather and tweed and candlelight. Um, but it builds upon a literary tradition of, um, of, of gothic novels set at the university. So Donna Tartt's classic, The Secret History, really exemplifies dark academia in many ways. What a perfect choice you just had there. I was wondering why that book was suddenly so popular again, <laughs> because I read it years and years ago, and I have yeah. an 18-year-old niece who asked me if she could borrow it this year, and I thought, really? Okay, why? So there clearly is a genre of this then, Karen. Yes, and a, and a growing genre. I mean, I think the secret history could even harken back to Brides Had Revisited to some extent. But in the past oh, five, six, seven years, we've just seen an explosion of dark academic books. Um, and I can't read them fast enough. I love them. They're <laughs> really entertaining, fun reads. Can you give us an idea of what some of the themes are then? What links these? Uh, yeah, so... Often it is that they're set at elite universities and colleges, um, and the main character is often someone who comes from a background where they're concerned about fitting in, whether you know it's a woman, a person of color coming from a lower socioeconomic background. They have the sense, the concern, a really deep anxiety that they're never going to quite fit in, and yet through the course of the novel, they find a really amazing and intense friendship group that helps them get through uh, some really significant challenges. And so why do you think students seem to relate to it so well? Well, I think, one, there's kind of a a nostalgia element to it, which um, is both good and bad. I think we've also got the Harry Potter generation that's grown up and identifies deeply Right, exactly. It really kind of captures, especially the the aesthetic sense of the movies, um, and then that there are always, you know, it's a gothic novel at its heart, and so there are always mysteries to be resolved, and that right captures the imagination, and people want to see what that outcome 
is and, and how people get through that mystery. Do you think, Karen, that it's also a coping mechanism for students as well, kind of putting themselves in the center of a dramatic story? Yeah, I mean, novels are always about building empathy, right? And right, if we take from To Kill a Mockingbird, we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes. You know, people who are worried about going to university and fitting in and, and when haven't we worried about belonging um, as humans, that they get to go kind of experience and, and live it, but see someone mostly made, get through it. Um, and, and so there's a sense of a, of a hope or a redemption arc, potentially. So has this always been the case, do you think, or is this something new that students are doing to establish themselves at post-secondary? You know, I, I think that's a great question. I haven't seen the research on it. Um, I am a theorist, kind of a political theorist by training. And so I'm kind of theorizing what is the role of dark academia right now. And, I'm, and I think it has a place for students. I think it has a place for university staff to really try to understand what are the challenges of, of, of students going to university, that sense of belonging, what are the challenges that staff are facing, what are the challenges that administrators are facing, and how, do, how does dark academia help us make sense of them? So I'm not, I can't totally answer your question, but I, I think it's, um, I think it's a good one. It also tells us a lot about the impact of social media on reading doesn't it? We always thought social media would be the end of books, but it's almost been the opposite of that, particularly with TikTok. Like there's a whole yes. section at bookstores now that just having to do with books that are featured on TikTok. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and I have those same conversations with my nieces, right, about what they've seen highlighted on TikTok or on Instagram and how that's driving their choice. And I think it's that aesthetic, right? We are we're visually oriented people. We see that on Instagram or TikTok in our filter, and we want to know what that's what the story is behind it. And so then you get to go read that book that gives you gives you a way of living it, right? Not just kind of witnessing it, say from afar. Is this a whole new way then of, of marketing? Is this a creation of a new genre of literature? Do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think we're already there. I think we're already in the new genre, um, and and I I think there's. There's no end in sight. And again, I mean, I think the list has grown from, I would say, maybe kind of what I might count as five in 2015 to a good 15, 20. Um, and then I, you know, that we have related um, books in, in the field where, like I talk about um, in a recent article, I look at Babel. Um, it's not quite dark academia, not quite gothic there's a lot of it's speculative fiction but it feeds into those same themes um we see the campus novel right just set at a university and 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 how we understand university life through that but dark academia kind of um is just skyrocketing that's amazing so it's kind of nice isn't it karen to see that that's that is the students have found a way to cope and it is by reading yes yeah, it is. And hopefully a way of, of attracting more people into the university when we know there's concern about what, what does it add to people's lives when we know it adds a great deal. It certainly does. Uh, thank you so much for your time and talking about that today. 
Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. That's Karen Gentry. Now, Karen is the professor and vice chancellor of design and social sciences at Northumbria talking about uh, what's called uh, dark academia or dark literature. It sounds so foreboding when you say that, right? But it's a whole new genre of literature or of reading. And it's this idea of this adjustment period that young people go through when they go off to university, trying to find that sense of belonging. And they're kind of they're, they're reading about it. It's a genre that romanticizes university life. It's got gothic themes and mysterious elements, so it can it, it makes it feel more relatable to people, perhaps makes students feel more like they're at the center of their own story. And it's, it's an increasingly popular genre, too. And if you've read Donna Tartt's The Secret History, then you know exactly what we're talking about here. It's a very popular book, but it's not new by any stretch of the imagination. It's a, you know, more than 10 years old at this point, but it is certainly enjoying a resurgence out there. I love talking about books just in general and the fact that something like this can be brand new and created and popular. I think it's just, it's so cool to see that happen.